You may know you're listening to this show along the Marketing Podcast Network, but did you know there are other great shows on MPN to help your business? Christy Heiler hosts a fantastic podcast called Own It. Christy, tell us more about the show. Own It is all about celebrating women and non-binary advertising agency owners. We talk about buying out of the Boys Club of Advertising because less than 1% of ad agencies are owned by women. And where can people subscribe? You can find the podcast at untilyouownit.com. We're also on the Marketing Podcast Network at marketingpodcast.net. And of course, you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You heard her. Go subscribe. Welcome to the Businesses Influencer Marketing Podcast with your hosts, Jamie Lieberman and Danielle Liss. Each week, we will help you unlock the secrets of influencer marketing through interviews with leading professionals and tips and tricks to help you scale your business. Sit back, grab a coffee, and let's talk all things influencer marketing. Hey, this is Jamie. And this is Danielle. And welcome to the Business Ease Influencer Marketing Podcast, episode 56. You know what I love about today's episode, Danielle? We're talking about money again? Yeah, and we're talking about (laughs) where to spend it. And I feel like if I were to spend my money, it would really be on a purse. But I know that's not what we're talking about, even though I really, really want to talk about the Gucci bag that I'm obsessed with. (laughs) But instead... We're going to talk today all about the places we see people spending money in the wrong places and the places we see people spending money in all the right places. I like it that Jamie said that we see people when in actuality, you will hear many Danielle True confessions that are (laughs) me. I'm the one who's spending money on things that I never use. So this will be a, a cautionary tale if you will. Don't be like Danielle. So if you've ever read one of those books, which I loved these when they were like at the kind of peak of their popularity, those eat this, not that books. Today's episodes are going to be a little bit like that. We're going to give you different lists. We're going to have five things that we're going to call our spend this. And we're going to have five things that are going to be skip that. So to give you some ideas on places where you should invest in your business and places where before you spend the money, we really do want you to think, is this worth it for me right now? And I will caveat that and say, we don't want this to come off as though we're bashing certain things because in the right circumstances, we definitely think it makes sense for people, but we just don't want it. We want to see more conscious spending, if you will. I totally agree. Like the the things where we say skip this, um, there are definitely areas where it absolutely specifically to an individual makes sense. But I think what we're trying to say is we see trends where people tend to sink a lot of money in multiple versions of our skip this category. <laughs> Danielle. I'm pointing no fingers because Mm. the video is not on. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. So let's get started. I mean, I feel like because we're in conference season, our first category of spend this, we have to say conferences. I am a huge fan of conferences. I'm not saying you should go to one month, but one or two really well thought out conferences per year can be so good for your business. You get an opportunity to learn from experts. You get to meet people in your field. You get to find that tribe and you get to build your network. And you often get an opportunity to network with sponsors. Conferences, when picked correctly, 
are a really good investment for your business. There's so much good that comes out of it. The beauty of a conference is it's not just that one weekend or a few days. You can take those relationships back and continue them through the entire year. I agree. I think conferences are a really good place to invest, especially if you are, if you're feeling like you don't have that group of people who gets what you do. I think that it's particularly important then because like Jamie said, you can find your tribe. And I think that this business can be hard and feel a little bit isolating. So when you have that tribe who can support you, it's really handy. Okay. That was me procrastinating and talking about the spend this. Let's talk about our first skip this. And this is courses. Like usual, let's make this a little bit of Danielle confession time. A couple of years ago, when we were kind of first starting out, I spent a lot of money and time on courses. Now, unlike a lot of people, I do complete every course that I buy. If I spent the money on it, you better believe I'm going to sit through every single video and do every exercise. But along the way, I was a little disappointed in the content. It wasn't it wasn't feeling like that magic bullet that I thought it was going to be where I suddenly knew all the things that I needed to know. And my view on courses now is to make sure before you click buy that you know, number one, what's included. And most importantly, make sure it's something that you need. Um, an example of one that you might need is something that's going to help you enhance a very specific skill like photography. And I do want to say, and I think this is important, we fully support courses and course creators. We are course creators. We sell courses. But I think that sometimes courses become a crutch and we buy them even though we don't need the content because we aren't feeling confident in what we're doing or we are scared or we feel like we have to make things perfect and that someone somewhere has the secret recipe to make it happen. What we want to tell you is that you don't necessarily need that. Go ahead, do it, do it scared. And that money that you are spending on that course that's just kind of there to bolster your confidence, it might be better spent somewhere else. If I could put up an emoji of the two hands, I would. <laughs> Maybe we could throw that in our show notes. I couldn't agree with you more. I doubt there are, like you said, I feel like there's very specific reasons and areas where courses make sense, but the more amorphous courses <laughs> where there's not much of a real skill being learned really, I think, frequently end up not producing the results that you want. So thinking more carefully about courses makes a ton of sense. I'm going to throw in here, my son in pre-K is doing rhyming words. So everything in my life is, mommy, I know a rhyming word. And I'm just going to throw out that amorphous courses is a pretty good, it's a pretty good example. So thank you for that. You can, you can give that to him. Let him know. Let him know. So our next spend this is going to be for support. Yay. This, um, right. Another hand, another, another, we need, so we need some good gifts, gifts, gifts every time, <laughs> every time. Can't say that word. Support is so important, whether it's a VA, a service provider. Additional support is one of the best places to spend money on your business, particularly because we all have very full, busy lives. And sometimes you don't have time to do things like Pinterest management. And that is so important to your business, it can actually impact your bottom line. Other examples of great places to get support are bookkeepers. I mean, look, let's face it, I could do our books, but that is just not a good use of my time. Lawyers, 
lawyers. It's okay to spend money on lawyers, editors, social media management, tech support, graphic designers. And frankly, the budget that you may have spent on say that $900 course, or I saw one in a Facebook group for $2,500 could have bought you a ton of support hours. That is a really great place to invest. So true. And I am, as we have discussed many times, the ultimate control freak. If you are one of those people who you're thinking, no, it's too hard to give up the control. No, no, go ahead, do it. Invest that money. As we have talked about in so many episodes, it's such a good investment. Our next example of skip this is, I don't know, maybe another thing I have some experience with, and that is planners and project management tools. (laughs) When we went through the period where I was buying a lot of courses, maybe our business coach and Jamie implemented a ban where I wasn't allowed to buy any more courses. But of course, I still needed something to fill that hole and a planner problem was born. I have seriously tried every single one and many of them were not inexpensive. I also regularly signed up for paid project management tools. You name it, I have tried it to have a more organized life. And here's the thing. I didn't need any of them. I had systems that I liked. I am 100% an Erin Condren life planner girl. I use that to kind of manage my schedule along with my digital calendar and Trello. It's kind of all I needed. I had these systems. They work well for me. I like them. It was 100% productive procrastination. You know, if you're not familiar with us using that term, that's when you do things that feel like you're working, but you're actually just wasting time. Even though we're all for trying new tools, if you don't need the fancy new planner or the software, walk away. It's likely not going to be the thing that sends your business over the edge and you can save time and money in the process. I'm a little guilty of the planner one. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I, we all are. We the, all are. The shiny notebook syndrome. Like how many times have you just walked into a paper store and those notebooks are just like, buy me. You'll never fill me, but look how cool I am. I can't, I'm, I struggle with it. I'm not going to lie. I still struggle with it. I understand. I'm okay more with blank notebooks now. Like I actually went through all of the planners that I hadn't used and there were, I don't like admitting this. There were eight of them. (laughs) I put them in boxes and I sent them to people. Like I might've had two pages ripped out where I tried it and it wasn't the right planner for me. But like, if you look at that, sure, it's not, it's not crazy amounts of money that I spent on it, but it's enough. Like that's something that could have paid for some other service or a massage or something else. So it's one of those things where I have stopped looking at them and basically said, I'm going to use the system that I know works and I'm going to stop trying to find some magic thing that's going to make me more productive. So you like the life planner, huh? I got to look at that one. No, I like it because (laughs) no bad. I like it because it's one of the ones that is not, um, it's got a pre-printed schedule. So it's the hourly planner and I use it solely to track my days, like where I am, what I'm doing and keeping it. it, It's just easier for me than my grabbing my phone to try to schedule stuff. I prefer this because I want to be able to open a page and see what I have going on that week. That makes sense. I use Inkwell Press, which I think has a similar daily with all the hours written in it. I like that too. I'm not going to look at it though. No, do not. Even though what you're saying is very interesting to me, I'm not going to look at it. Their fonts are amazing. Look at our... Look at our oh, strength here. So, yeah. Okay. We're, we're moving on <laughs> to our next skip it, which is, I love this one because this is, I am so guilty of this. This is all the free stuff that just isn't worth it, right? Like think about all the free apps you download 
And it seems weird, right, for us to include something free on a list of things you shouldn't pay for. But the reality of it is spending time on something is also an investment, even if there's no money, right? And so all the apps that I download and delete, this is my problem. So I'm going to stand up and say, I download every conceivable app. And sometimes they're like a dollar or $2. I'm like, yeah, it's just a dollar. If I added all those dollar apps up, I bet you I'd have my Gucci purse. just crazy. So this is more about your time. Really think before you take something, whether it's even if it's free, because you're going to be end up struggling with it or feeling like, oh, I want to make this work. So don't be afraid to actually look critically at free things and then make an investment in something that may be a little bit more expensive, but actually will achieve what you needed to achieve. I don't like to download any apps because I don't like to touch my phone. (laughs) I love apps. That's how you know I am number one, not a millennial, but number two, just don't send me any invitations for any of them because I'm going to be like, nope. That is the one thing that I don't spend any time on because I don't like typing on my phone. So therefore, I don't use any of them. I have such a, I have your planners are my apps. Okay. Here's our next spend this. And this is one that. I'm going to give a big thank you to Katie Widrick from Make Media Over for helping with this tip. She was on our show and we'll link to her episode in the show notes. But this is a very specific thing, and that is to invest in good hosting. Your site speed matters in a big way when it comes to your appearance in Google searches for SEO purposes. So invest in decent hosting. I know when everybody starts out, we're all on those little like $5 per month plans and people get frustrated. So what we recommend is invest in decent hosting, make the upgrade, it is worth it. And this is not to say that you need to spend the money on a dedicated server. This depends largely on your traffic. Just make sure that if you're using a shared server that you are with a good host that has a good load balance so that you are getting the optimal results for your site. And to go along with that, another area where we recommend spending is for the tools that you need for your business. So for example, if you're getting into video, you need to make sure that you have what you need to create a quality video, the lights, the equipment, you know, when we got into the podcasting, we talked to our everybody's fan favorite, Dr. Producer Don, and we're like, what should we, what do we really, really need? And he gave us the microphone that we needed and he, that he recommended. And while it wasn't the most expensive, it also wasn't the cheapest, but it was important for us to have really good sound. And so we are really big believers in buying high quality tools because the fact is, if you buy the cheap one, you're typically going to have to waste money buying the replacement. So think about, do the research, ask in your network about the tools you're buying and really determine whether the investment makes sense. And when it does, pull the trigger and just spend a little bit more money because it'll be worth it and it'll end up paying for itself. Our next skip this is very much related to that. And what we want you to skip is buying extra tools that you don't need. So this is a logical jump after our last spend this telling you to get the tools you need. Please stop wasting money on stuff that you don't need or use. Also, don't spend money on features that you don't need. Look at all those recurring charges that you have on for your business on your, whether it's your QuickBooks statements, where you're in your banking, see if there's any obvious cuts. A really simple example of this is if you're using Photoshop exclusively for your photo editing, make sure you're not still paying for PicMonkey. Or if you have moved to using Lightroom exclusively, do you still need to pay for those other tools? One area that we always say to be especially careful about 
is membership sites. If you're not using it and you don't plan to use it, if it's just not where you are in your business, cancel the subscription. Stop paying for those recurring fees and put that money that you saved toward the things that you really do need. Put it in that last category that we talked about for tools that you do need. And to go along with that, our next skip this are bundles. I know this is going to be a little controversial because we've actually had products featured in bundles and we think they can be a great option. However, only if you need them. And even if the person who's who's selling the bundle is giving you a chance to save like 94% off of retail, which I love a good discount, really think critically about whether or not you need what's in that bundle and really consider whether you're spending money just for the sake of it. If you aren't going to use it, don't spend the money. And if you're only buying because of FOMO, don't even bother. It's not really worth it. Bundles can be great, but not every single one and not all the time. So look really critically about what's in that bundle and make sure what you're paying, the value of what you're getting is the same or exceeds. Even if it's one or two items that you're looking to get, make sure the value of that is the equal to or more than what you're paying. Our last piece of advice is a spend this. And this is one where let's just say I have learned some personal lessons here and that is invest in good plugins. If you are a blogger, having the right plugins can make such a difference in how your content is shared, the type of things that you can do with your blog. And I often see people post in Facebook groups where they are only looking for free plugins, whether it is a social sharing tool, a recipe tool. So I encourage people to look at paid plugins when they make sense for you because they often have really amazing features. So make sure that you are really checking out the features that are available and pick the plugins that make sense for you and are going to help you achieve what you are looking to do on your site. So we hope this helps. It's a lot of information, um, but we hope it gives you some ideas about budgeting and where you should and shouldn't spend in your business. And we would love to hear from you in the HQ. Are there areas that you think you should skip, areas you should spend, maybe, maybe something you agree or don't agree with in this episode or have a new idea for us? If you're not a member, you can find us at businessease.com slash HQ. For show notes for this episode, visit businessease.com slash episode 56. Thanks so much for joining us and we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Business Ease Influencer Marketing Podcast. Please subscribe if you haven't already. If you like the podcast, we'd love if you give us a review in Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Your reviews help new listeners find us. If you have any questions, you can email us at questions at businessease.com. We'd really love to hang out with you in our Facebook group, the Business Ease HQ. To join, visit businessease.com slash HQ. We want to give a big thank you to our producer, Don Jackson of the Raven Media Group, for making us sound so very good. Thanks for joining us, and we'll talk to you again next week. This podcast is heard along the Marketing Podcast Network. For more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.